Welcome to episode 15 of the TV Autopsy, slicing its way through the series you love. My name is James. My name is Deborah. And I am Megan. Oh, hey guys. How are Hello. you? Hello. Hi. Happy <sighs> summer. Well, summer's over. Summer yeah. is over. Officially autumn and it's dark. We are recording just after seven o'clock and it's dark, is it? So, wow. Yes. Oh, yeah. not round here. It's not. Oh, is it not? It's still light outside. Oh my goodness me! Wait a minute, but you're further south. So how are you? Further west. Mm-hmm. Further west. Sunsets in the west. About half Sunset an hour. West. Half an hour later. Wow! We'll make the most of that <sighs> <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> in yes. All right. Recording. So, um, gosh, we've all as have been busy, but here we are. We have. Um, it's been a couple of Some pieces happening in the television world at the moment. Pray tell, because I need some inspiration. Right. So my first bit of news is uh, Ryan Reynolds' documentary about him and Rob McElhenney (laughs) buying Wrexham Football Club has landed. I've heard about this, yes. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. And I know you're going to ask me where I found it, and I can't remember where I found it. so I might need to do a quick Googling, but um, it's such you a good talk. little watch. I'll Google. Yeah, because I, I, I really rather like Ryan Reynolds. Um, and poor old Rob McElhenney just gets, he's, he's, he's always called the other one. Um, so uh, there was a whole chunk of them that I think dropped quite quickly and then they're releasing, there's another one that's now been released that I haven't seen. So it's an ongoing, ongoing thing. And it's just, re- it's really, really interesting. And it's, yeah, it's lovely. So I thoroughly recommend going and having so a little basically, look at that. Um, yeah, so it's, it's coming to Disney Plus, apparently. Um, That's it. So, so um, yeah, they've taken over, like, um, quite a small football club, haven't they? And they've, and they've invested in it and all this kind of stuff. And it's yeah, um, it's, it's quite a heartwarming tale, really. And I wonder if it's, I don't really know, know much about football, but I wonder if it's going to start a trend of, um, you know, kind of celebrities getting involved in small clubs because well, I don't know. Watching the documentary, I think they're going to put everybody off thoroughly. Oh, right, they're, okay. they're kind of like, yeah, they're quite open about the fact that it's just it's absolutely a mental decision that they took, oh. and that they're. But it's lovely. It is a lovely story. Certainly, and are from they, what I've are seen they so buying far. it with their own money or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. and um, you know, obviously with football. It's, a, it's quite dependent on money, isn't it? You know, if you've got a lot of money, you can buy new players. And if you buy new players, then you, then you improve. Yeah, but- and it, it, it seems that the club has been sort of like, you know, very badly financially mismanaged in, in, in quite um, a deliberate and um, some might say criminal way historically. And it's one of the oldest football clubs in the country. And so anyway, I would thoroughly, thoroughly recommend <clears throat> tuning and do, in and, and does- having a little bit of a dabble in there. Does he know anything about football? No, no, not really. No, they don't. No. Soccer. (laughs) Wow. They do call it football. They they are very good and call it football. All right. Okay. So I suppose the news um, that I'm going to talk about is is probably not news to any anybody, but it was very sad to hear about the death of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. And oh yeah, um, we probably should have led with that, hey? Well, it's. 
I think we, we are past our official mourning period and stuff, but <coughs> obviously it dominated um, TV um, for those nine days or however long it was. It really did. I, I didn't watch any of it, I have to say. Whoa! I didn't Whoa. watch a thing of it. 5.1 billion people on this planet apparently tuned in. That's 63% of the planet. I always in. go against the grain, usually. You are one of them. Wow. <laughs> So my question is, did you watch anything going up to it? Did you watch um, any of the live stream from the um, the um, from when she was lying in state? And yes. did you watch the funeral? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Right, yes. okay. There was something quite fascinating about, and I, I mean, I turned the telly on at about half 12 on Saturday night. Uh, and just started watching the cues. It, I just found right. it fascinating. Yeah, just seeing it was what really they did, whether they whether they bowed, whether they curtsied, whether they felt like they needed to rush along quickly because somebody else was behind them. You know, yeah. Whether they wanted to just jump the queue like Philip Schofield and Holly Willoughby. Oh, did they? Right. I mean, some people. I mean, I, I do agree that some people should have been able to jump the queue. I do believe you're an, if you're an ex-prime minister, I think it's fair enough that you should have to queue up. But I kind of figure, though, that we live in a society where status is like just people who have status get to jump things. And, yeah. and the point is that even this morning has come out, made a statement to say that they were there in a, an official reporting capacity. Yeah. And I kind of like feel that had... Had David Beckham not queued up with the common folk, I don't think it would have been an issue. But because and he... Susanna Reid though as well, who is in the same capacity as Holly and Phil, she sits and does GMTV of a morning, so she's she does the same job, probably more so because she does yeah. more news stuff in a more journalistic yeah. manner. But she won't. But even. Her. I mean, they're kind of like it's. I, I, I'm absolutely gobsmacked that it's caused the furore that it has. Yeah, it's a bit feels well, a bit unfair because I, I am basically just very much um, a little bit in love with Holly Willoughby. <laughs> I do, I do absolutely love her. I'm yeah, sure I she's like being her. heart done by. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think <laughs> I think people people should have cued really. But um, so let's get on to the to the funeral itself. Um, was it worth watching? Was it good? Oh, my gosh, it was... I mean, it went on for a long time because after Westminster Abbey, then they went off to Windsor. Yeah. They had another service. It was a good seven hours singing. coverage. But, um, I mean, it was terrific. <coughs> I mean, they certainly knew how to, to do it, really. So, All the pomp, the circumstance. The exactly. The music was just incredible. And I just kept crying every time the music came on. And the bagpipes just kept flooring me. It was just... Oh, I yeah, I... Um, See, I'm not a royalist, but it's such a massive occasion that I did watch it. And I, I took the dogs out in the morning and I made sure that I was back for the 11 o'clock kickoff, so yeah. to speak. And um, so I sat down to watch it thinking, oh, just I'll watch the main bit. And then I just I was transfixed all yeah. day, basically. I barely flawless. moved. Completely flawless. Like, yeah. So smooth. You know, military position, military operation. Nobody put a foot wrong. Oh, well, I, I, except for Harry not singing the national anthem. Was that a problem? There was a few people that didn't. There right. 
I know, but I suppose he was the main one. <laughs> if you were going to focus on anybody, it might have been him. Well, maybe he didn't know the words. They did sing the second verse. I don't think anyone knows the second verse. <laughs> yes. The really good. The two kids were amazing. Age seven and nine. Which kids are these now? I can't keep up. So this is uh, George. Oh, the um, royal family of the next generation. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they were, Can't wait for that show. They were amazing, you know, really well behaved, brilliant. Um, Sienna's the same age as Charlotte. There's absolutely <laughs> no way <laughs> that's still for more than two I minutes. know, but I'm just imagining... She'd have been great for the cameras, though. <laughs> <laughs> Little superstar she is. Right. Um, all right, so, um, OK, so, yeah. We I'm do know fine. how to put on a bloody good parade. Totally. We, I think we did the. I think we did our country proud. The world watching that was. It's just fabulous. My mum was in Spain and she was. She's not a royalist, but she has a lot of respect for the royal family. And she's grown. You know, she's been here forty years. Had been forty years, and so she knew. She was pregnant at the same time that Diana was with William, and all that sort of stuff. So she she knows the royal family here than she does over there. Um, and she was in pieces with it. She said nobody does the music, the hymns like the Church yeah. of England. Okay, all right then. So there we go. So um, join us uh, join us soon for the coverage of the coronation. I imagine next summer. I think. Oh God, they're going to drag that out, aren't they? Yes. June. It's not going to be another seventy years until we see a state funeral. Oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was thinking. Jesus. Right. All right. So, um, any other news before we carry on? Um. TV news, just also to flag Handmaid's Tale season five. Oh. Landing. When, when, when? No, I want to say imminent. Not sure. Has it yeah. already landed? I really should research my news a little bit more, shouldn't I? Okay. I'm sure it, I, I, well, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm sure it's Think of me as not the BBC. I'm a bit more like Sky. I'll come out with the headline uh, <laughs> having not validated all my facts. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, well, I think if that's it for news, we will move on to Cutting Edge. We're about to enter the fascinating sphere of police work, the world of forensic medicine. Okay, so this is a series we've been watching that we kind of want to recommend. Now, we know um, there's a lot of TV out there at the moment, and we want to talk about Game of Thrones, um, but we're going to do that at the end. So House of Dragon. You... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Game of Thrones, House of Dragon. Sorry, House of the Dragon. So if you um, are interested in our, our spoiler-filled reviews of that, then, um, yeah, join us after the credits where we will be looking into that. Um, so... Um, I'm just going to kick off very quickly with um, something that I've been doing, and I've been starting to rewatch really. Um, and I'm only kind of halfway through, but um, for those of you who don't know, it's Jenny Whittaker's final outing as the 13th Doctor in Doctor Who on um, October. They are um, it's coinciding with the 60th anniversary of the BBC, not the 60th. What is it? The 100th centenary. So it's a big centenary BBC, isn't it? in October. Did you know about this? No. No? Yeah. A big I've not been paying that the, attention. Big celebration to the BBC, and um, there's going to be lots of special shows. One of them is uh, they're using Doctor Who as Jodie's final outing. So I've been re-watching because I 
wasn't that I've not been very keen on this era, um, but I wanted to just kind of dip back into it and see if I felt the same. And to be honest, this first series, and I'm halfway through the first series, I've really enjoyed it. And I think yeah. now that I haven't got the expectation of, oh, what's it going to be like with a female doctor? And um, kind of being used to the writing that happened before with Stephen Moffat and um, all that kind of stuff. To go in as a drama for a young generation, possibly, I think it's been quite refreshing, really. There's some really nice episodes. I mean, Rosa won an award, but that was an episode that looked at Rosa Parks, which is just brilliant. Really. Oh, yeah. uh, but I've enjoyed every single episode. Some of them are stronger than others, as all Doctor Who is. But... And did you like Bradley Old Walshy? Oh, I mean, he is just consistently excellent. But... Yeah, I really like him. But I've really oh, liked... I like him. I, li I, I love him on the chase. Yeah. I liked all the companions and, a lot, you know, there's been a bit of criticism with, like, um, there's a relationship going on, more or less, with Mandy Gill and the Doctor, um, and uh, who's the companion, and saying, oh, it just kind of happened. But it's laced there right from the start, you know. Um, I think the second or third episode, um, the mum... Uh, my, um, the mum of the character, Yasmin's character says, are you two going out with each other? And the Doctor goes, are we? And Trent, no, and you know, it's kind of like, oh, you know, that's interesting. Implied. Yeah. And it's um, so I have quite enjoyed it. And regardless of what I know, people really criticize her as a doctor, and I think she's a great doctor. I think it's I liked her. poison chalice a lot of the time that you're taking a big risk and you have to be so confident. And I think she's great. And I think it's inspired a low a, a whole new generation of people to love Doctor Who. And I hope a lot of young girls as well. Good. So there we go. And, and talking of Stephen Moffat, mm -hmm. um, whilst I've not had any time to get into new series, is, 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 um, Roman has been, Roman had to do a reading challenge over the summer and get through six books. Um, wow. and, um, and two of the books he read were Sherlock Holmes, and so I decided to introduce him to the Benedict Cumberbatch, Martin yes. Freeman, Sherlock Holmes. So we've got through about three or four episodes of that. So that's nice to revisit. Um, he's um, That's excellent telly, that one. It is. It's really good. But do yeah. you know what I found quite surprising? Um, Roman saying, oh, it's so obvious that this is like 15 years old. I was like, well, how is it obvious? Because it's really smart, it's slick, it's yeah. uh, you know, the you're looking at London, no there's no difference. And it's like, this this the phones. It's like, really but they're I suppose, yeah, the, the a couple of them are Not using fifteen black, years old. Blackberries. Yeah, I think so. I bet it'll be getting on the early ones will be probably getting on fifteen yeah, years old. Yeah, you said you can tell that these are like late two thousands or something. Huh? Like really? It's like, Crikey. Yeah, the phones. It's like yeah, the phones will always date things, I think, up until... But, but they didn't look old, that's the point. I mean, they look like To you! Yeah, we, everything looks <laughs> young to us well, now, true. But, I mean, Blackberries were still being used up until, you know, only a couple of years ago, because I was still using a Blackberry for work. Well, you, you. you yeah, <laughs> we weren't. Jesus. <laughs> I've not had All a right. Blackberry for many years. <laughs> oh, wow. Right, Hillary uh, Clinton, the Blackberry. 
Cutting edge. I, I would like to um, introduce you to a TV series called The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window. Oh, oh for goodness sake, do I have to write that down? That. I was pleased to. Is that worth it then? I really enjoyed it. That's it's on little Kristen, Kristen Bell, it's got, right? It's Kristen Bell and Tom Riley, and it's it's a cracking little dark, twisty tale. What's it called again? The Little House? No. The woman in the, the house the across the street house. from the girl in the window. She's like a drunkard, nice isn't she? Yeah, she's drunk. Uh, she's an alcoholic. She's suffering from for serious, you know, losses, his, uh, personal losses and um, become alcohol dependent and I'm just checking, that's the woman in the house from the little girl across the window. Not the little girl across the window from the woman in the house. <laughs> the, the woman... Not the little girl. There's no little girl. There is. There is the, the, the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. But no little girl. Well, is there? Who knows? Oh. I'm not giving oh. any spoilers. <laughs> so that's Netflix, because I saw... I watched the it trailer for that. Yeah, yeah, it's Netflix. And it's, it's, it's really worth a little punt, I would say. Yeah. All right. Um, is it, is it a limited I'm, series? Yeah, it's not very long. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Mini do you know series. what? Everyone is so concerned, and I can completely get it, about how long series are at the moment, because there's so much to watch. I and know. And, and you well, and, and on that note, James, I know I'm not allowed to have two, but I'm going to have two because I think Deborah doesn't have one. Yeah. Um, and even if she does, I'm still having this one, um, which yeah. is... Neil Gaiman's Sandman. Oh, right. Laurie has been telling me about this. Laurie's so saying, good. Like yeah. So right. good. Okay. All right. Good stuff. Well, again, I was going to start watching that and then, um, well, I haven't had time any. All right. So let's zip on to Flatliner. So this is a series we weren't keen on. Um, anyone got one? I've got one. You've yeah, got go one. on, Megan. Bake Off. Right, interesting. So oh, this I, is... I didn't know it was back on again. Until it's back on last week, yeah. yeah. So and we've got, who are, our, who are our presenters? We've got Noel Fielding. And um, Matt... Um, Lucas. Lucas. Matt Lucas. Right. And he is the reason. So I have watched it religiously on yeah. BBC and Channel yeah. 4 through all of the presenters. Yeah. And last year, I think it was Matt Lucas's first year. Yeah. And I got about four episodes in and I, I hate, I hate him in it. Mm. I, oh, I, I, I like can't bear it. him. Can't watch it. And I tried again last week and I got about halfway through the episode and I was just like, I, I, I actually, no, can't watch him in it. What is what? it? Is it that he's over the top or what? He's not. He, he's he's really awkward and not funny. Like, Aww. and so all the contestants are kind of, I feel, are like, he has to explain his jokes to them or they're, they're like polite laughing. It's not right, like, yeah, yeah. you know, when you had Mel and Sue and you could tell they were like really friendly. Well, looking after them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Sandy Toxvig would all and Noel would be the same, and Noel was the weird one, but they were all funny and nice and warm. And I just don't get that from Matt Lucas, you know and, and I, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah, and look, I mean, to be honest, I I lost interest when I heard Noel Fielding was coming on because Noel um, Fielding, no, yeah, Noel Fielding was coming on to it. 
because I, I'm a big fan. I like Sandy Talks to Me, but I also think these shows are vessels, you know, to see people doing incredible baking and stuff like that. And yes, you have to have the comedy and the humour, which I think Mal and C did brilliantly, but it can tip the balance. And if you're using it to kind of promote your own kind of stupid humour that is, it, it, you know, doesn't really complement the show, I think it just takes away from what the show is, really. Oh, and, I like and, Mel Fielding. I felt, See, I like I felt, Mel Fielding. I felt a bit funny with Mel. Good drink. Because I think <laughs> I sometimes like she, I feel that she's a little bit sappy and a bit awkward. Uh, whereas Sue, I think, is, you know, brilliant. Yeah. Um, well, there I we guess go. each to their own. Well, Matt, yeah. Matt Lucas sent me over the edge. Noel sent you over the edge, James. Yeah. 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 And Deborah's yeah. not so keen on Mel. So. <laughs> yeah, there's one for all of us. All right, um, so I've got a flatliner, um, and it is the uh, Netflix Marvel series She-Hulk. Now, oh yes. So I, I have always been a massive fan of um, the Hulk. Um, the Hulk. It's not Netflix though, is it? Spider-Man. It's, it's on yeah, Disney. It's a, it's a, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry, on Disney Plus. Um, so I remember the She-Hulk cartoon, and used to really like it. Um, so I was quite excited for this, and then I watched it, and it is. Just, I don't get it. I really don't get it. So is it a... They this made is this, action, right? Yeah, they made this point of saying it's like a it's like a law uh, drama. Funny. Uh, I'm just trying to make it a comedy. But the whole concept's weird. To the point that the She-Hulk, which we know has more control, so she doesn't lose it when it comes to She-Hulk. But she just looks like a tall woman. Who's green? I mean, there doesn't seem anything special about it. It's just she doesn't grow any big muscles. Yes, yeah, well, she does, hair. but it's not like they call her a Hulk. I mean, she just looks like a very tall woman. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but but the storyline's dodgy. I just I had to start watching it because it's just in my head. And I was thinking, what is the point of the show? I started watching it because I really like. Um, uh, oh my goodness, what's her name? My brain's gone dead. The girl who plays T Tatiana, Tatiana Maslany, because she was in um, what's it face, right? Yeah, she was. <laughs> she was, she, she was great Tati in that. Tatiana Maslany was in um, Orf um, Orphan Black, and she played. No, like that's not who I'm talking about. She is epic. I do love Orphan Black. <laughs> oh, you talking plays... about Jamila Jamil? Thank you, Jamila Jamil. Thank you. Gosh, my brain, and I really, really like her and I like I follow her on social media and I listen to her podcast and and um and I I've got a lot of um she, she gets persecuted quite a lot by the media so I've got a lot of time for her so I did tune in but I it just didn't really gel for me I was just like I'm not sure what it's trying to be and I don't have the I don't have the actual comic knowledge to fall back on to know what it's trying to be so I, I or what it's meant to be so it I, I genuinely just come at it from a fresh pair of eyes perspective but if it's look you know, i don't think you need common knowledge i think if it was trying to be funny it should be funny if it's trying to be a bit out there it just i don't think it knows what it wants to be and it suffers from it and yeah, yeah i and i don't usually stop watching these but i have stopped watching that so yeah right um uh so if that's everything let's get on with our main feature which this month the series up for dissection is my a brilliant friend. So let's have a clip. 
tenevano pigiamoci l'est. Appena la puta funesta. Zac! Una curto al lato. Come fai a sapere tutte queste cose? Ma che lo sicchio. E ti rivolgo le parole. Vai! Al tanti sarò. A dabra, dabra, dabra. Can yes. you give us some yes. facts? Uh, yes, uh, quite short this time. So this is uh, available on Prime or Sky. Um, Sky Atlantic. It's an HBO series uh, first released in 2018. There are four seasons, or there's going to be a fourth season. They're uh, in the middle of making it now. There are eight episodes per season. It's basically an Italian Neapolitan language coming-of-age cinematic drama series created by Saverio Costanzo, which is based on the first four novels by Elena Varanti. It stars Margarita Mazzucco, who plays Elena, also known as Lenu uh, Greco, and Gaia Grace, who plays Raffaella Cerullo, also known as Lila. These are unknowns. Uh, basically, it's a tale of friendship that spans 60 years, starting at primary school in Naples in the 1950s. Right, okie dokie. All right, so before we get into um, what we thought about it, our first thoughts, I, I wanna, I've got a confession to make, so I made a false start with this. So for some reason, when I started watching it, my um my television just started me off on season two episode one but um it's oh. tell me this so i thought it was a bit like star wars when it said episode nine <laughs> and, oh and, that and you happened in the past so i watched the whole of that episode <laughs> and then thought maybe i should just check on this and then realized that i missed a whole season so i went back to the start all right so megan no deborah no no why did you no, choose no, no, this no 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 i think i, I just want to know whether why, why did you choose this for us because i, I could final. talk for hours on this okay megan <laughs> what did you think about it right I've got big notes here, so bear, bear with me. <laughs> I need to do my little arc on this one. Yeah. So I think I said last time that I'd tried watching the first two seasons, series, uh, mm. first two episodes. Um, so I went back and I started again because I know Deborah loves it and I found it slow, um, stilted. Mm. Uh, they walk everywhere so slowly it, drove, it was like they've got some funeral dirge going on in their heads and then they just stand rigidly and deliver their lines it's like watching a game of sims ah. and it reminded <laughs> that hold your hold your hold your hold your line um it reminded me of watching tv when we were kids like it doesn't all the characters didn't have all the hollywood polish and i'm not saying that's a bad thing by any stretch but it did at times feel like it was a community acting project and that nobody had acted before, which I know some of them hadn't, but surely some of them have. Um, and I found the first three episodes absolutely mind-numbingly slow and I genuinely would not have been able to continue if it weren't for this awesome podcast uh. and the fact that Deborah loves it so much um, and I genuinely was, I was watching it thinking, is James going to sack me if I rock up and I haven't watched the whole season? And then I got to episode four and episode four landed and the New Year fireworks and all the drama that happened around that and everything started heating up and you could see the layering of the plot and the history and the rivalry of the characters. 
and then I was a little bit engrossed and charmed and the story unfurled um and uh Lenu went off onto her island holiday and had all of that sort of awakening and and you see the story where their their lives start to diverge where she gets to stay at school and you can just see and and the heartbreakingness of it and their different situations and that you can see their life paths and I and I loved it and did you did you start the season one or did you carry on hold on hold on all right so I'm gonna um I'm gonna give you my (laughs) take I'm gonna give you my take on it as well Okay. Because um, we're, t- we're talking about this in the season first. We'll get on to that, Deborah. All right. All right. But, um, so I'm very much like Megan. I oh, my the, goodness! I watched the first episode and found it very hard to get into. What um, the... I found it, I found it quite turgid. Um, what I did like... Turgid? What I did like about the first episode was I really liked the two young girls. So the two mm-hmm. young girls they had playing the parts. Um, and I found it really disjointing, actually, when they suddenly replaced them. And I think they replaced them way too early for my liking. I'd have liked to have seen them a few more episodes because they had their adult actors playing them way too young, in my opinion. Too however, nice. however, however, well, it was like, there was supposed to be like 11, I think. And I think those two young girls could have played at least a couple more episodes. However, I think it was probably about episode three or four, probably about the same time as Megan, that it started to gel together. I do think they were learning on the job, a lot of people. I think there was a lot of walking and stopping and camera, hold the camera, do your bit. And you can really see the progression, actually, as you go through through the episodes. I th- well, I think so. I, th- I certainly think it gets slicker as you get, get to season three. Just, however... Oh, shit, however, you've got to season ooh, three. I've got to season three, yeah. Because when I once I kind of got into the role of it, once I got on the role of it with um, season one, um, I'd also remember I'd already seen the first episode of season two. <laughs> I was I was I was on my way, and it has been more and more and more enjoyable. Um, I thought, you know, it's it, the insight into like the Italian culture and what it was like in the fifties and sixties is quite interesting to say the least. Fascinating, um, yeah. I'm thinking it's like old age extenders in Italy sometimes. <laughs> Right, so that's very good analogy. <laughs> that and can is, I, can, yeah, it's almost, like, it's almost right. like you two have watched, you've watched it in a bad mood or something. Well, I think it puts you in a bad mood. It's so <laughs> depressing. It's but, so depressing. It is. Um, it is you know, and it's like, oh my gosh. Um, but it's beautiful. I think it's, it's not beautiful. It's not That's beautiful. The whole point. I don't know where you go on holiday. No, no, no. Actually, <laughs> the whole point is that they I'm live in a depressing neighbourhood. I'm talking about the whole thing. It's cinematic. <laughs> I think it's exquisitely acted. I think it's beautifully filmed. It's gripping. It's heartbreaking. Um, it's completely underrated. There's like, I don't understand why there is not a bigger spotlight on it. It's like this complete... Because the first three episodes will make you want to kill yourself. (laughs) Not when I look at the reviews and then I see that actually everybody loved it. When you look at, I don't know, The Guardian or, you know, whatever reviews that you're looking at online, they're all saying the same things. Like, why is there not a bigger spotlight on this? This is an... They're the only ones who see it through to the whole thing and can actually give a review on the whole 
season. Mm. Like genuinely, I, I that was my second attempt to watch it, so and I did, would so not have you, watched it. So when you watched that first episode with those two little girls, and you're seeing the violence that's happening to that guy that's getting beaten up in the street, and then you see. Um, Leela getting chucked out of the window by her father. You just thought that that was just turgid and and dull and not shocking and like, oh my God. No, there's definitely shocking elements to it, but I I found the pace of the throughout, and I do think it picks up, or maybe I just acclimatised to it, I don't know, but the pace of it is so slow and I just, I can't imagine that the pace of life was that slow it just all the things that were supposedly happening it felt like it was it 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 felt very deliberate to just slow everything down and yeah yeah but not in I I think we're all so used to quite fast paced and and weird programming it's like a proper but for me as well I mean it's disappointing me slightly I have to say that you that I've, I've just heard that there's six books because four. I, you said four. There's four in total, spanning sixty years. Yes. Right. Okay. Because I do think things could be a bit more compacted, really, to tell a better story. There are certain things in the life that are riveting and gripping, but some that do kind of meander through. And it's, I suppose, if you like that pace of TV, that's nice, but. I think it could be done in half the time. Well, I, I just, I, I, I just have to completely agree, uh, disagree with you both. Well, I, I think, yeah. I think the pace is so good because it allows you to a read the subtitles and then b then look back at what's going on uh, elsewhere and look at the beauty of it, the cinematicness of it. And the, I'm sorry to disagree think, again, but actually, the only thing that the pace is really quick at is the subtitles. I mean, I find myself <laughs> having to read them really quickly. I yeah. mean, it's not. And um, I mean, I remember you said to me, you really need to concentrate and gosh, you need to concentrate. Yes. You know, you cannot miss a second because no. lots and lots is said when a lot's happening. Well, you can't, you can't miss a second of when they're speaking, but then there's big, like there's big pauses where you can probably go boil the kettle. Um, <laughs> <that'd be> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I think- Like Lanu walking across the square. I mean, <laughs> I genuinely, I'd be like, what 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 but were you watching what was have going you got on around her? on your ankles or something love but were you watching what was going on around her and the re and the purpose there's there's like vehicles for all sorts of things there's uh, it explores so many ideas I, which I, I think agree really important like the politics is obviously yeah but, you know, things like family and duty and shame yeah, and yeah Great, I agree with all of that. Competitiveness and, and the very complex nature of, uh, of female relationships to women. Yeah, and, 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 and I loved all of that Yeah, once I got into it. But those first three episodes okay. will kill off loads of potential viewers. And that's where you're, where you're saying, why isn't it bigger than it is? That is why. Because but, then, if... but then I suppose it, that's the same with Game of Thrones. Because it took Correct. me... Took me till episode six before I got into it, and oh, I, I well, kept throwing it. But away. the advantage with Game of Thrones, as we know, is Dragon. each of those characters have quite major, interesting storylines, and they get their chance. We have a lot of characters in this, yeah. Some of them really shine. Um, you know, I mean, for me, obviously, I love the teacher, but I loved, um, I love the mother. I love, I love the mother. I love the mother, love the mother. and she's such an interesting, complex character. 
you know. You... Can I just ask Megan how far she's gone? Right. So, uh, yes, I was just going to say I am into and I am watching season two. And but I have not. I think I may be episode three or four into season two. Yeah. Right. OK. Do you know the other thing is, far. the other thing is, how long are the episodes? About an hour. They are, they are long episodes. Yeah. You know, because usually we're used to like 40, 42 minutes, I think. Yeah, I think, I think they're, they're 40, 45 minutes with the, ad, you know. It seems, the, the, the episodes seem long because it does take a while to get through them. I love it. And but, I love the music, Max Richter's music. I, I love the music. I think the music's really very nice. And, and each I think, season has a different um, intro with all the... Well, could, yeah. let, all right, let's just talk about the intros because I, season one intro for me, I adored. You know, it was like looking through one of those old silly cameras, wasn't it? Yeah. Really? yeah. Um, and you got a feeling of the characters because this is a problem. There are a lot of families in this. Um, some of the characters are there and then they pass by the wayside. Some you don't see for ages and then they yes. pop up and they're relevant. Again. That's right. Yes. And yeah. I had a role that, that created some challenges for me because it's not until you get to the end of season one that you're starting to piece together some of the histories of who did what and yeah. why. Yeah, especially, especially when they were little kids in the first episode and then they become the sort of teenagers, yeah. young adults, you have to try and connect. And that's why watching it a second time, <laughs> right. I was able to... I, and and because, the, 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 because I watched it... Well, the first time I watched it, there was quite a bit of um, time in between each season, right? Because I watched it as each season came out. So there was months and months and sometimes a year or whatever in between. Uh, and that's why I ended up watching it a second time, but this time with Laurie, so that I could see immediately, okay, make the connections, which I didn't make, the, you know, before. Yeah. Okay. Very similar to Game of Thrones for me. When I watched that for the second time, I suddenly lots of things fell into place yes. on the rewatch. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's very intellectual, obviously, as we get further on to three season two and her, um, you know, she continues to study. We suddenly, you know, get to the world of communism, but also the kind of world of high education, really. Yeah. Um, and it does have a, a risk of kind of like enveloping it, really. And because of the nature of it and being real a true, events, real events, yeah, real political events, the nature of it being the true story, yeah, it, it doesn't get it's the based, it yeah. doesn't get the satisfaction, I suppose, of giving you the payoff of some of those story beats. So you know, you're never quite. I was never quite sure. I know they hated that guy. You know, who brought the TV over? Who we wanted to marry, Leah. Yeah, Marcello. Yeah. 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 Now he's a Solarian. They hate the Solarians. I get that, but. You know, I wasn't quite sure why she married the other one, really. I mean, Stefano. I'm not really quite sure why she why she's done anything. <laughs> and it because, be... because, um, because the Solaris were basically taking over and mm. were owning everyone. And she is so, so ferociously independent. She is unconquerable. She doesn't want to be conquered. And so she has a massive vendetta against the Solaris. She also believes that the Solaris murdered Don Achilles. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Faceless sort of spectre when yeah. they went gone and got back their dolls. Um, so she she thinks that they're wrongans and that they're taking over and that that you know that they're putting all this pressure on the neighbourhood to be owned by them. And that's that's why she hates them so much uh, because she wants their independence and she thinks sticking it to them would be marrying Stefano, who is like the rival, you know, businessman, yeah. if you like, and who she genuinely believes is different. But initially, then initially, it changes when they yeah, and then she realizes that he's exactly the same. Yeah, and actually, you know, subservient to them. So I, I thought that was yeah, really he sells clever. his soul to them. Yeah, 
yeah and I, I think it's really clever that the 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 slow revelation and the unpeeling and the how you see that you can it's kind of like a slow motion car crash you're just waiting for it to happen and it's 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 really devastating watching such an intelligent fiery rebellious person woman yeah being contained by 1950s social norms and things social yeah. social and economic controls yeah that render her with very very little power and so the way in which she executes that power is is just you know it's it's quite it's it's small explosions of Explosive. yeah what she thinks she can control and it's just you know, when you, when you watch the two arcs of um, uh, Lenu and uh, Leela and, and how the, that education and that opening up, the, the, the point I've got to in season two at the moment is that um, Leela's just gone to that party, the teach that yes. with, with, um, with Lenu at the, at, the, um, at the teacher's house and they obviously were talking politics and, and it dawned on... It, that's where it dawns on on her that it's they're in different spheres now yeah and so the way that she then gets control of that she is like completely it's... turning on on Lenu yes. and being absolutely you're awful. so pretentious and you're so and, and this is so wanky this is yeah and I, I, I was fascinated by the crew crew or whatever she yeah, the she, yeah 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 yeah, and I don't, I don't know what, what I don't know what the equivalent would be. Is like, oh, la di da, la di da, la di da. Yeah, it's <laughs> like because she was she was she was comparing them to roosters, like going. Around. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And there was a bit of that. I mean, gosh, and and there was some really. And yet kinda... she goes off and studies. She goes and gets that. She she then get becomes learned, doesn't she? And then yeah. starts I, I haven't seen Pas past that point. So she, but she starts. Right. To be, she starts to get to, with Pasquale and you know her friend, the socialists. She wants to learn. From them, I don't think she's. Yeah, I think she's. I'm not around that area. Okay. All right. So, should we do the big five? I forgot. Yeah. Oh, we're not oh. going to talk about it anymore. Well, we can do. <laughs> we can do. God, Deborah, just, what else would you like to say? I, I just think it's. I just think it's an. I just think it's incredible. I think it, there's so much to learn, and I, I think especially um, for from a man's perspective, there's a lot to learn from it mm. in terms of. Uh, what what girls and women go through because there are still a lot of okay, I hope um, in all various spheres in, and lives that we lead now we don't you know we're not um, experiencing quite as drastic the misogyny and and so on that's you know that that they've that they had and they but you know that all the other things are relevant you know. Uh, Look, I, found, I have it's to say as well, it reminded culture, me. You know, and the, and the way that girls are treated, and you see this now, you know, amongst teenagers, you see <laughs> that kind of gang culture and girls being assaulted and raped even, you know, or... Um, well, look, just... you, you reminded me. I did, I, I, I have to be honest, I, I found those sort of things, certainly with the problems that Lula was having with us, husband, really uncomfortable to watch, really uncomfortable. I didn't like watching it at all. Um, to the point that sometimes I would stop watching for a bit. Um, I found the whole dynamic of that really uncomfortable. Um, it's, a, it, it's, it's, it's a tough thing. And, you know, um, also, 
you know, there, it was, there wasn't really seedy, sinister side to the sex with, you know, like with um, with that guy's brother when she was having that lovely time on holiday and then that father came and, oh, you know. Father. Oh, it's horrible. Donato Sartori. And that, and that was shocking, right? Because he came across as, at last, there is a male figure who, okay, might have had this romance with the, with the crazy lady upstairs uh, and nobody believes her because she's the crazy lady. They've got him moved out as a family. Mm-hmm. And he seems to be, you're right on, he writes, he's intelligent. Nino, she's in love with Nino. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, and she seems to be getting on with the family really well, and it's her fifteenth birthday, and then that shocking event. Happened. Yeah, and the, th- the just, thing that struck the, me, I can just see her world collapse just the way she yeah. just lay there. Letting well, but it the, the thing with that though was, and with a lot of the a lot of the violent scenes with the of sexual nature, is seventy years later. I could still see that being exactly the response to yes. a girl of totally. her totally. position Absolutely. being put under that and not knowing how to manage it or yeah. get herself out of it or speak up and being absolutely paralysed yes, so by, yeah. by that, that situation. And that would happen today. And that, I think, you know, it, it, I completely understand James White, thing. But yeah. why you found that so distressing. But it, it that is... That's that right, was that's my. Real. I was watching it, going, nothing's changed. Nothing really. Nothing's yeah. changed. That, no, that men still have that sort of power over women, and in maybe maybe some areas it is improving, and but but it's it's definitely not. Yeah. You know, <sighs> it resonates today, seventy years later. Yeah. All totally. right. So totally. come on, let's do the big five. Um, so performance of the series. I'll kick it off. Um, I am going to go for, and I'm torn, I, I was going to say Lila, but I am going to say um, Lenu's mother. I just think she's wonderful. And she's okay. a gift that gives, keeps on giving um, because she's so harsh um, in series one. And then there's just these moments of clarity and the love when she wants to go to school or, you know, when she gets sick and she brings her soup. Oh, my God. So when someone I mean, would bring me soup when I'm sick. She was so, so you know, those those moments of tenderness just make you want yeah. to cry because she is such a strict yeah um, but but she knows it right Lanou knows it she knows her mother well that her mother just has a go at her all the time always putting her down always saying that you know trying to undermine her intelligence and so on and yet she knows deep yeah. down she's completely proud and so uh Mecca, what's your performance in the series um so I did <laughs> Obviously, out of their um, their their uh, community acting workshops, um, <laughs> I would put it down to the young Lenu and Leela. Right. So, which Sorry. one? The young Lenu and Leela. The two. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. They so were I, brilliant. Why well, you should have seen more of yeah, them? Yeah, I put I, I put her down. So her name is Ludovica Nasti. N A S T I. That's the young Leela. I put her down as a performance of the series, even though I think that I think they're all amazing. But she actually, I think she won an award for a little breakthrough performance. That girl. That uh, all right, come on, then, Deborah. What's your performance in the series? That one. You just said Ludovic. Oh, so both one. of you said that one. Yep. Right. Okay. All right. Set piece of the series. I think um, the the fifteenth birthday party for me. The Donato Serratori, um sexually assaulting her. 
on uh, everyone is birthday here. party. Um, I'm gonna say when she went to the beach because I really like those bits. <laughs> it's really nice. <laughs> and and I, I would say the fireworks scene. Yeah, because that that was a real turning Never point say. for me about the whole yeah. series. Yeah. Okay, yeah. the design and the effects of the series. I am gonna say I really I want to give a shout out to the titles. Um, um, I, I just think they. Um, I'm, my favourites were uh, season. What, is, what are you doing, Megan? Um, me, all right. There's some noises outside. I have um, to investigate. Sorry. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so if something happens and the podcast goes silent now. Um, you know, we'll be it worried like for all of us. like people breaking into my house. Oh, so, don't say uh... that. Anyway, I think Megan's okay. All right, so I'm going to say the titles. Certainly, season one titles, and I'd like to have seen those continue. Really. Uh, but titles of music was lovely for me. Um, Deborah, what about you? Yeah, I just think the whole thing looked beautiful. Um, uh, I think uh, the, the uh, I just think it all looked beautiful. I, all I, right. I, I mean, I know that we're not. At, I know season three is the seventies. Oh my god, it's just stunning. But just um, even in season one, you just go into the bookshop or go into the shoe shop. Everything is just be just beautiful. The whole thing. Lovely, just, lovely. Mm -hmm. So the thing that I found really fascinating was the way they managed to get Lenu from pasty, spotty, pimply yeah. to super, super healthy when she went to the island. Oh, yeah. I just yeah. love that. I found yeah. that really charming and the, clever. Yeah, the tan and yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. All right. Um, okay. Stupid factor. Um, there, isn't, there isn't really, is there? Well, there isn't for you. <laughs> the slow walking Cora. really upset me um so yeah sometimes some of the stop talk pace some of the earlier it was not wooden all right so um, oh, can i just can i just yeah. uh, give a shout out to some of the faces i think some of the faces are absolutely fascinating faces um marcelo's brother migueli solari who yes. as you know um james has a much bigger story as he goes along and he's a completely obsessed with it. his face is just incredible proper gangster looking yeah. face and oh, uh, yeah, this is really what has, I was saying yeah. earlier but his wife sorry they, they don't have the um they don't have the Hollywood shine yeah that just... so much TV and not not just Hollywood TV but you know so much um character even in the UK it's it's all about the pretty yeah. the pretty girls and the good looking boys and, and that's not the case and no. they're not all stick insects sex and they're not all yeah. the blokes aren't all buff they're short and it's, they're, just, they're unusual that's mm. wonderful just so wonderfully cast and also um the the, the girl that plays Miguel's wife mm -hmm. uh in season three but her friend uh Gigliola, I can't say it. One of her old, her old school friends that gets in the back of the car with Miguel and then they end up being together, right? Gigliola, I can't say her name. Do you know the one I mean? Yeah. The face of a complete sourpuss. Constantly yeah, sourpuss. Yeah, yeah. That old trope. So we're going to zoom through these tropes because we've been talking quite a while. Um, so in this series, is there a pregnancy? Uh, not in this series, no. Is there a murder? Yes. Yes. Is there self-sacrifice? Yes. All back again. Not really. They don't have anything in the you first You cut one. out then, sorry. What did you say? Losing everything, then getting it all back. No. Well, they don't really Just have anything in the really, first place. Not really, apart from the know. two dolls. <laughs> yeah. uh, a love triangle. Uh, 
kind of. There's a few kind of going on. Stefano, Marcello, yeah. Oh, oh, and actually the, uh, is it Gino? She started going out with Gino. It's hard to remember all the different characters. The, 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 yeah. really, the really twatty boy at school that she showed her boobies to. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. And then um, and then she's like, I don't really fancy him, but I fancy Nina. Is that yeah. love triangle? It's not really love triangle. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, flashbacks. Well, no, it's kind well, of Lydia. The whole thing's a flipping flashback. Yeah, but it's Lydia because he can't call it a flashback because everything's historic as soon as he started. Um, is it all just a dream? No. no a no. secret that could tear everything apart. Well, possibly, yes. All right, we'll give it that one. Because, um, you know, Leela saw something going on with the Don Achilles yeah. murder. An unlikely or forced friendship. Well, I think Still. the unlikely friendship is at the heart mm. of this. Yes. Yeah. And it does it machina, which is, no, it's not a quick reset. So that's on one, two, two, four, five. It's not really, um, I'm going to say it's got half the trend, so not really. Now, you mm. did mention something there, which I forgot to... To, 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 to mention what well, alluded to it yeah there's one thing that I really struggle with um on tv programs is where you have to move the plot or explain what's going on with an over with a voiceover yes me too it's kind of like is that really like could you not bring that to life and I think part of the problem is that the books are probably so it's literary yeah that it's actually very difficult to bring that to life and that for me, is part of why it's so slow and there's, you know, to begin with, there's not that yeah. much. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Talk. All as right. in Well, you T-O-R-T-E. continue to watch it. Well, you promised me that you'll continue to watch it. I will continue to watch make it. Yeah, no, I, you I, can't I, make her make those promises. She's done what she said she will do and we need to move on. It has enchanted me now, so I will continue watching it, but just probably a bit slower so that I can, you know. Yeah. All right, so let's score it, please. So, characterization and performances. Deborah. Ten. Megan. Um, I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm just trying to look to my uh, scores. Okay. Well, oh, I characters give it... and performances. Yeah. yeah. Not give plot it... line and storylines. I've got that's that, usually... but it's not yet. Oh, <laughs> that's seven. usually number one. But yeah. Well, things change. Um, and characterization performances for me is seven. Oh. Right, style. Megan. Seven. Look at style, it's 10! Eight for me, and Deborah gives it a... 10! All and right. It gets, and it gets even more amazing. Storyline and plot for me is a 7. Oh, it's a uh, 10. a 10, and a 6 from Beckett. Originality! Um, 10! 8. 8. We're doing exactly the same, I think. Okay. Absorption factor. 10! 4. 7. Right. Okay. The second half of season one really clawed that back because that would have been a one for the first three episodes. Okay, so I give it a 68. I give it 70. 100! Oh, gosh, 100! Yes, full marks from me! So you can never watch anything any better. What did you give it, Megan? Sorry. It is one of the most beautiful things I've ever watched. Listen, guys, whoever is listening to this podcast... Don't listen to these two. Oh. Please All listen right. to us. Listen to no, me. Listen you don't to need us. to follow our advice, but you should listen, because otherwise it's going to be a very disruptive yeah. podcast experience. Right. <laughs> okay, so that means it gets a, um, a score of 79.33. So it's high up. 
So, well, it is now because you've given it 100. Of course. I mean, right. So, it puts it in fourth place. Just below, Kevin could go F himself and um, just above Mayor of Easttown. It's a, it's, yeah, you have warped those scores a little bit. What? Well, say that again. Where is it? Where does it it's go? in fourth place, just below Kevin could go F himself and just above Mayor of Easttown. Well, I thought Mayor of Easttown was better than Kevin could go and F himself. I don't think it's not all about I didn't, you, is it? And I wouldn't have given this one 100. <laughs> no, no. Those no, are the rules of averages. No, not, I, yeah. mean, I mean, I meant I thought the score was the other way round. I don't understand. This is not what I saw. All right. Okay, so. Megan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you can't go any higher than that, ever. You know that. Right, Megan, it's your choice. So what is it? It is choice? my choice. Now. Have you got some I never got a response it? back. I never got a response back from Deborah on this one. Oh, how rude. Oh, oh what did I do? Oh, uh, I have yeah, to subscribe to we, Apple TV. If not, we'll crowdfund for her Apple TV. Yeah, we'll, 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 <laughs> we'll chip in on a just yeah. giving page or something. Yeah. Right, so this is an Apple TV series. Yes. I've got to do clues, haven't I? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is directed by Ben Stiller. Oh, Oh, um, yes. Have you seen it already? Oh my god, yes! It will right, totally go on, give us, my give us another clue. Um, it has um, it. Oh, I'm trying to think of a clue here. Uh, so uh, it's got Patricia Arquette, Christopher Walken in it. I'll tell you what, just tell us because we don't know. Yeah. It, Severance. Severance. Right. Okay. So I've heard about this and I've heard yes. it's very good. In fact, it's an idiot. It may have been from you, Sorry? I've just said it may I've said I've heard this is very good, but I'm thinking it may have been from you. No, I've not mentioned it. Oh, I've right. not okay. mentioned it at all. Oh. No. So it's an idiosyncratic intelligent comedy drama where workers' brains are separated into work and home halves. That's right. Yes. Okay. I Absolutely, blue. Well, it blew. Uh, uh, it and he created. Gosh. He created it, didn't he? He actually. He, he may well have done, but he, I, I, all I know is he directed it, so I don't know. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Well. Yes. And if you if you you're, you're going to have to subscribe to Apple TV, and yeah. let me just say right now, you are welcome because once you've done that, you will then want to see the morning show. And Ted Lasso. At oh, no, Lasso. oh my God! Well, I haven't got time before. for this television. Well, it, won a, it won an Emmy, didn't it? It's I'm one loads. It's one loads. It's two seasons in. Watch Ted Lasso and then watch the Wrexham Football Club, where Ryan Reynolds buys it. There's going to be some similarities for sure. All right, all right, all right. So I think that's the end of the show. How much, so. how much is Apple TV? I think it's about four ninety nine a month. And is it my first month free? Is it? Oh, for God's sake, Tepra. Right, I mean, so that's the end of the show. We're going to call it. Um, uh, <laughs> come back for number, House of Dragon. That was episode number 15, time of death, 8.17pm. And that was the TV All Top Secret Bye. Dragons roared as one. 
Oh, House of the Dragon. Yes. Okay, now, because I was watching um, a lot of my brilliant friends, I, I've, I've only watched three episodes of House of the Dragon. I've only watched oh. ten and a half episodes. Oh, right. I've watched all five. Right, okay. So let's, should we just do a bit of an introduction for it, from what we thought, what our expectations were, where we went? Um, and did they meet them? Now, for me, I knew it was going to be a, a smaller show, and I knew it was going to be a bit more... Um, it's hard to recreate any sort of magic from something that's been so successful. Um, but it's not gripped me at all as much as Game of Thrones, I have to say. Um, I think the range of characters is so limited. I think they've really struggled to recreate some of the high points of um, Game of Thrones. And it's not given me anything that I haven't seen before, really. Um, so... I'm not like clamoring for the next episode, which is why I really um, I've let it slide a little bit. And I've, um, so it's it's so so for me, enjoyable, but I can't see it going past two or three series. Um, what, what do you think? Well, we, One prediction. It's uh, you know <laughs> where where Game of Thrones had to set the scene and figure itself out because uh, that's what the book did and that's what the uh, well, filming it did, and it took me six episodes before I started to just get into it, or at least relent and there and and, and watch it. Um, you don't have the same need for House of the Dragon. It's straight in, I think. You know, with the violence, with the this and the that, and uh, you, you know, you don't you don't need the scene set. You know that world. You understand that world, and you understand the way that it works, even if it is two hundred years previously. Um, I kind of agree that it feels much smaller. I think Paddy Considine is probably not best cast for that role. Oh, I just think League of Gentlemen every time I see him. League of like, role? Well, any role. Just like he's kind of... If you, if no, you but in, in House of Dragon, who's he's playing? Oh, he plays oh. a king. And it's like, okay. you look at him and I just think, God, if you look at it through the eyes of, you know, some kind of daft comedy, you just can't take it seriously. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, um, but episode five, that was good. Oh well, you've got to get there. Um, it starts. It starts to get. You know, you 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 know. It's always difficult the first couple of episodes because there there's always a big mm. cast when it comes yeah. to these kind of things. You're you know, set, setting the scene. Amazon's got the whole Lord of the Rings thing going on. There's going to be a cast of thousands that we'll all get to know. Um, it needs to just, you know, figure out what the storyline is so that you can follow it. But I, I think I'm, I'm going to stick with it. And I think you'll you'll probably be wrong, James. I think it'll be like Game of Thrones was, where it turned a lot of people off in the first few episodes before everyone decided, no. I, well, yeah. no, I think it will continue. I think it will probably last more series. However, I think if it turns people off, people won't come back to it because it's not like the other way around. Um, this is something that people have already, that people know about, you know, they're coming but into I still it. Think, I still think if you've got a few people that make it through, to, you know, with Deborah's there saying season um, episode five, yeah. is, you know, that, that that will that will draw people back in. I, I, for, for me, I definitely missing the scale, as you said. Mm. Yeah. The, 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 the thing with Game of Thrones was it had, um, it had a lot of really, likable characters very quickly as well as some pretty awful ones so yeah. you know the, the stark kids you were kind of pretty invested in them really quite quickly episode Tyrion. one you see 
Ed, Ned Stark punishing the um, yeah. the uh, the watch runaway run, escaping. No, what's whatever yeah. the word is? Yeah, yeah. Um, in front of the kids, and you you build up this sympathy and da- Daenerys Targaryen. I, you know, I used to watch it going right. Come on, bring on the dragons. Come on. Yes, exactly. There was and, a real hook there. Absolutely. And, and 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 because it had such scale, it could kind of like cut away from. It could quickly immerse you in one space and cut away, so you were left wanting a bit more. That's missing. Can, yes. can, I, right, can I say as well, just to, right. just to echo what you said, Megan? I think I think you've hit the nail on the head there. Where the what you had in Game of Thrones, and they did it in the in the credits, and they don't do it. It doesn't work here. You've got the houses, so you've got the house of the dragon. You've got the house of Tyrion of, of the money. You have got the opulence as well. You've got the house of the uh, of the you know the dogs and the what the wolves, and so each of those storylines have got something really good going on to yeah. in it. So if you want the opulence and the treachery of the rich, you've got the Tyrians. Uh, you've got the Lancaster, sorry, Lannisters, um, yeah, Lannister, sorry. And if you if you've got if you want to see the exotic and the mystical and the weird, you go over to look at the Targaryens and the dragons. Or if you want the earthy goodness, you're back with. Um, with the Starks. Starks, whereas with this, you just seem to be, you're just stuck with like stuck one. With the, but it is the House of the Dragon though. It is. Yeah, and and, and, and that, I think that's, I think we need to see that unfold a bit more. And I, I just haven't, I, I've kind of almost wanted to store up a few episodes. I watched the first yeah. two when they dropped. Yeah, yeah. And then I thought, actually, I think this needs, you need to get a little bit of momentum. Uh, get two or three in one go under your, under belt. your belt yeah to, 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 to really get stuck get stuck in on that so I'm, I'm kind of holding back until there's a, a little run of three or four that I could just watch one that, cold windy afternoon <laughs> I think that makes sense because you're right because otherwise it just it doesn't make you whereas um the latter seasons where they were dropping once a week the, that gave us time to digest because so and much would go about on it and, and talk about it, it and process yeah. it. Yeah, we I haven't got anything you're to right, process at the yet. beginning of this. Yeah, there's nothing to process. It's just let's, yeah. let's get some out of the way, and then we're on the then we're on the road. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I love a, I love a dragon. So you know, we've got some of those in there straight away. I yeah. loved. Um, yeah, it's nice to see the height of the dragons. That is good fun. Yeah, yeah. See them already in operation and how they how they get deployed, mm. and see some of the diplomacy and political maneuverings kicking in with um, with when she went to her uncle to like reclaim the dragon egg and things like that. Yep. So I think it's it's gonna. Ha- it, I think it will end up. You know, it's not trying to be another Game of Thrones. So it it has to anchor itself on some different themes yeah. and and bring some different things to life. So that you know it's 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 going to be a much smaller you know whereas it was entire um, nations and houses and all of that sort yeah. of stuff before in Game of Thrones. This is Game of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Thrones. That's right, and I think. Um... But all the themes are exactly the same. It's all about sex, politics. Just at a much smaller. It's a, it's it's yeah. in a yeah in a in a in a more contained level. And I think what it also misses, and I think this could we could see it. I don't know if there's been hints. 
I keep thinking there might be a hint here or there, but I might be reading into it. But the peril, which was the complete different, the menace that was the White Walkers, right? Because that was from the very, very yeah. beginning of Game of Thrones. That yeah. was the opening gambit, yes, the yes. opening five minutes, yeah. which was the White Walkers. There's this, some seriously this weird, weird shit, shit going on coming. <laughs> up north, and winter was coming. But we've not had any of that, and uh, and that was yeah. that's what made it. Super, yeah, yeah. That's what gave it the supernatural kind of thing. Well, you've got that I've other dragons, but again, it's so many layers. So, well, I'll be interested to talk to you both in a month's time to see if our opinions have changed somewhat in regards yes. to our um, House of the Dragon. Right, well, look, I'm going to go because my dog wants to go out. Um, Deborah needs to say goodnight to her children and Megan needs to go and find out what that spooky thing is. I do need to go and kick some ass. <laughs> can you please stop them breaking can in? You please <laughs> message us just to make sure that, and, um, you know, make sure you're safe. Okay. All right. <laughs> Stay safe. Anyone got a catchphrase for Game of Dragons? Is it time to burn? Game of Dragons. Burn this stuff? That's the catchphrase. All right. Game of Dragons. <laughs> See you later, guys. See you later. See you.